Thank you for listening to the Starburns Audio Podcast Network. We have so many great comedy shows to add to your playlist. Just last week on Starburns Audio, on New Player Has Joined, Keith and Jesse talked to Dr. Christopher Hale about getting involved with the Sister District Project. They also discuss fascism and gaming and Echo the Dolphin. On The Boogie Monster, Dave Stone and Kyle Kinane talk about exploration and treasure hunting, the protests, and redefining policing. On Office Hours Live, Tim Heidecker, DJ Doug Pound, and Vic Berger are joined by Thundercat and Z from Black Socialists in America. Listen to this episode to find out how you can help Office Hours raise funds for the Black Lives Matter Global Fund. Search Starburns Audio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast platform for a full list of our shows. Featuring hosts like Monet Exchange, Bob the Drag Queen, and Amanda Seals. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Starburns Audio. Enjoy the show. And remember, stay safe, stay healthy, and keep laughing. There's a reason we invented things like same-day delivery and PB&J in the same jar. We love convenience, which is what makes Kaiser Permanente so special. We offer health care and coverage together. So rather than having your doctor over here and your insurer there, we provide quality health care and coverage under one roof, freeing you up for other important tasks, like making a quick sandwich. Kaiser Permanente. Together we thrive. Visit kp.org slash integrated. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mail Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode... 70-something of my podcast, Steve A.G. Uh, um, I'm trying something a little different. I couldn't get someone to do my podcast this week, so I'm going solo. I might phone some people. I think I figured out a way to f- to use, um, to record my phone calls. So I may try that. Uh, and you may... You may be witness to that. Um, I may play some of my music. Music I've recorded, not music um, just that I like. (laughs) Uh, So let's test this out. I also have vertigo today. So I haven't really felt like leaving my apartment much. But um, whatever. Um, Let's see if I can figure out how to get this phone recording see if this works hey siri why do i feel like shit an excellent question hey siri what's the answer oh god come on hey siri what Why do you suck ass? I don't know what that means. If you like, I can search the web for why do you suck ass? (laughs) No, thanks. Um, Boy, this is going to be a really fun episode, you guys. Uh, I don't think this will be a full hour. I I don't think I have it in me to do that. 
I'm not Bill Burr. I can't talk for an hour. I'm, uh, I keep hearing noises outside. Maybe I'm going insane. I have vertigo today. I'm really dizzy. Um, I'm just hearing things. Uh, I will say though, last night, um, Brendan and I, you know, I've, I've plugged our show to, um, before on past episodes. Brendan Small, creator of such great animated shows as Home Movies and Metalocalypse. Very talented uh, comedian and musician. Uh, Brennan and I have a show that we do monthly called Baked. And it's a night of stand-up comedy and music. And um, because Brennan and I, uh, we have... uh, we have backgrounds in music, him more so than me. I mean, I moved to LA cause I wanted to be a musician. I went to a, a little music school here called musicians Institute for about nine months, uh, studied bass. I learned how to read music and read charts and, uh, how to perfect my technique, I guess you could say. Um, but I didn't really do much after that. I, I still just, I love music though. And, and I've said it before, you know, I think a lot of comedians and actors have, uh, this fantasy of being rock stars. Also, I believe rock stars have the opposite fantasy of becoming musicians, um, musicians of becoming, uh, actors or comedians. So Brennan and I had the idea, uh, one night after going to show at a, a club here in town called the Baked Potato, which is really a jazz club. We saw some of our friends play there. Actually, at the time, they were just Brendan's friends. I didn't know these guys. Uh, guys like Pete Griffin, who's an amazing bass player. Joe Travers, who's a drummer. He's, he's toured with Duran Duran. He played with uh, Dweezil Zappa. Um, and Mike Keneally, who who also actually played with Frank Zappa. He's an amazing musician. So we went and saw these guys and Brendan and I were both like, we should do a show here in this club, the baked potato with this band. We can have this band. We can have a house band and we'll just do a stand-up show and we'll have our friends who do stand-up, uh, come and do sets and then they, they can do a song with a band. Uh, and it's, we've been doing it for three years now. It's so weird to say because it feels like it just started like this year, but we've been doing it for three years. And uh, last night we did um, for the second year in a second. Yeah. Second year in a row. We did our our show at um, this thing called the night on Broadway, Uh, downtown Los Angeles. There's a street called Broadway. Um, Just like I believe in most cities, uh, not as famous as the Broadway in New York. Oh, I can, I can really hear somebody's music and it's making me insane. Uh, but there's a street called Broadway down here and, um, they once a year, this is the third year they've done it. So once a year they're closing the street off because there's all these old vintage, amazing theaters. And so they open them to the public. They close off the street and it's like a big street fair. There's a Ferris wheel. There's food trucks. There's outside stages. Uh, last night, by the way, there was a guy outside. He had this little area gated off and he had built this harp. Um, it's just this big like box. And, uh, he had these, the harp strings were connected to the box 
and then connected diagonally across the intersection to the roof of a building. So these strings that he was playing were about 150 to 200 feet long. They were just long, very tightened strings, and he was playing them through this harp, and it was pretty amazing. But so, yeah, there's stuff like that. And, uh, you know, it's it's a really cool vibe. And we did it last year. And it was awesome. This year we did it in a theater called the um, the Palace Theater. And uh, it was great. Dean Del Rey came down and uh, did a set and played some ACDC with us. It was really fun. Um, so we did that last night. So to anyone who was there, thank you. Um to anybody who wasn't there, I wish she could have been there. Oh, what is that? What is that sound? It's driving me crazy, you guys. It's not even music. It's just this fucking whirring, buzzing. You know, it's weird. Have you ever worn headphones? Just to cover up a noise, like there's background noise, like your neighbor watching TV or something. And you, know, you can hear the bass coming through the wall or the ceiling. But when you wear headphones, you can notice it more. Like for some reason, the headphones cancel out a lot of the noise and it lets in specific noises. I've noticed this. Like this morning I woke up <laughs> and... I mean, granted, it was 10, so I, I really didn't need to sleep in much longer. But I was still laying in bed, and my neighbor was, like, working in her apartment next door. And she was hammering. She was, like, hanging photos or, or pictures. I don't know what she was doing, but she was hammering on the wall. And it it wasn't like just, oh, I'm going to hang one picture. I hope I don't bother Steve. It was, like, it was ongoing. And so I grabbed my noise-canceling headphones put them on um, with very low music and I could still hear it. everything went silent except for the, the hammering which I could still hear I don't understand why that is I, I, I was really poor in science so I don't know why that is um, let's let's play a song Speaking, because I was just talking about Baked, the show that we do. We do it now monthly at uh, the Hollywood Improv. So you can check their website or you can follow Brendan or myself on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram. And we post updates of when our shows are and who's going to be on them. But um, so when Brendan and I started the show uh, three years ago, I was like, oh my God, this would be, you know, since we do a show once a month, that gives me enough time that once a month I can write a song. Because I still have guitars, I have recording equipment, that's what I'm doing this podcast on. I record in Logic, and uh, I was like, this will be great. I can, once a month, I'll do a new song for, for our show, for Baked. I, I'll, you know, I'll send it to the band. I'll just demo it on Logic. I'm not good at mixing or, or doing any, that, that kind of stuff. I can just hit record and make tracks. And then I'll send them to the band and they'll learn it. And by the end of the year, I'll have 12 songs. I'll have enough for an album. I'll do an album. 
it started off really strong. I started off doing these songs for the show and they were really fun, funny songs, but I would make them like very kind of like heavy, like distortion and fuzz and but the lyrics were you know funny lyrics because i can't write anything serious uh i'm 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 not that vulnerable <laughs> uh, i like to box things up on the inside so i i started off really strong and wrote like four or five songs and then i just kind of would do those songs over and over or i would do just uh you know like Cheech and Chong's Earache My Eye or just other songs. But we went out to Joshua Tree, myself and Pete Griffin, our bass player, and Joe Travers uh, to Rancho De La Luna, where Queens of the Stone Age has recorded some amazing stuff. Um, the desert sessions were recorded there. It's, it's, you know, kind of a famous recording studio at my friend Dave Catching's house. And uh, we went out there and we tracked bass and drums and I, I did some temp guitars and temp vocals. And I came back and Brendan helped me record some, uh, some rhythm guitar parts. And, uh, and then I just kind of bogged down, ran out of money. And, uh, so I have these versions of the song, of my songs, of four, about four or five of my songs. And, um, they're not mixed. I mean, they're actually, fairly mixed without actually trying to mix them. Like the levels are all pretty good. Um, so maybe I'll play some of this stuff. Um, look for it. Uh, I'm not going to do that song. Here's one. It's called dementia, <laughs> but this was recorded at Rancho de la Luna. At least the bass and drums were. And then, uh, I did some guitar parts. It's still long from being finished. I have to, do actual vocals. I mean, the stuff you'll hear is temporary. I need to do some lead guitars. Brendan said he would do some stuff and hoping to get some of my other musical friends to record some parts. But uh, here's just a, a little sample. That's all I'll play for. I won't play full versions of my songs. Maybe we'll do some of those, uh, some more of those later. But um, yeah. So now you have an idea of my musical abilities. That's about the all I'm capable of writing or creating is just very fuzzy, dirty uh, songs. I, I don't have the technical proficiency of... Like a Brendan Small. In fact, let's call Brendan Small. Now that I can do this, oh, this is great. 
I can like call all these people. Um, oh, cool. You can hear everything outside. You can hear dogs barking. All right. I'm calling Brendan. I hope it doesn't go to voicemail. Oh, it's ringing. I hope he can hear me. Please answer your fucking phone. Your call has been forwarded to it. God damn it. I'm not going to leave a message because then you'll hear his phone number and I'll have to go back through this and delete it or beep it or something. Uh, who else can I call? God, it's annoying as shit. I'm going to call Mike Henry. He left me a message a few days ago. He, um, we did a pilot together uh, in Richmond, Virginia. Mike Henry, he's the voice of Cleveland on The Family Guy um, and several other really funny voices. And um, he wrote and and put together a pilot. He, she, you know, he funded it all himself uh, in hopes that he could pitch it and, and sell it as a series. It's very funny. My friend Jenny Wade is in it. And... Um, so let's call Mike. I'll return his call. <sighs> Hopefully he's not taking a shit or something. This is going really well. <laughs> it's going to go to voicemail. Be kidding me. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike. Please leave a message. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Thanks. Hi, Mike. It's Steve Agee. Um, it's 6 p.m. Sunday. I don't know if you're still in uh, Richmond or if you're in L.A., Sorry, I didn't uh, take your call the other day. Um, P.S. I'm recording a podcast right now. So this message is live. Not live, but it, this is being recorded for my podcast. I was hoping you would answer the phone. Um, but that's not the case because nobody answers their phone. Everybody screens their goddamn calls. Anyway, if you want to talk to me on my podcast... <laughs> In the next few minutes, feel free to call me back again at 6 p.m. Sunday, the 29th. Um, I hope you're well. And if you don't call me back tonight, just uh, give me a call when you get back to L.A. All right. Thanks. Thanks for making my podcast fucking boring. Bye. Maybe you'll hear that and call me back. This is really weird. This is my... I, I haven't done a solo podcast in years. For those diehards who were listening at the very beginning, you'll know that my podcast started out as a solo podcast. Only it was much different. Back in the early days, I was hosting the podcast by my 
by myself on my own. I was hosting them on my back in the day. You got, you know, if you had iCloud, you had uh, some a dot Mac web page or something that you could post photos on or or podcasts. So I would record these five minute podcasts of just me being an idiot. Like literally the first podcast I ever did was five minutes of me just trying to think of a name for the podcast. That's how I came up with the name, uh, is because I couldn't think of a name and I just kept going, uh, um, but you all know that already. I, I think I've talked about it before. Um, so th then I just got kind of tired of doing that. I, I didn't like just trying to talk on my own, even for five minutes. Like this has been 20 minutes and I, I feel just weird. There, there's a good chance I won't even put this out because it's just, it, it's weird to me to just, I'm staring at my computer, talking into a microphone. I'm looking at sound waves of my voice and it's, it's boring and I'm, I'm very sorry. At least also there's no sponsor this week. So at least I don't think so. <laughs> so I don't feel too bad. I'm going to go through my texts to see who has texted me recently. Uh, maybe I'll call my girlfriend. Um, oh, I know. I'll call. I'm going to call my girlfriend. I've started dating someone about four and a half months ago. Four, four, three and a half, four months ago. We met on a movie. Anyway, I'll let her tell the story. <laughs> I don't know how cool she's going to be with me doing this. Um, her name's Chelsea. Let's give her a call. Let's give Chelsea a call. See, see how she answers the phone. <laughs> Here we go. Come on, sweetheart. Don't let me down. Oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> Are you watching the SAG Awards? Of course I am. You know what I'm doing? What are you doing? <laughs> oh, my God. You're awesome. I am recording a podcast, and I've got my phone plugged into my computer, basically, I couldn't get a guest. I couldn't get Bobcat to do my podcast. And so I just decided to sit down and record a solo episode to put out this week. Just me talking for an hour. And then I got tired of talking. <laughs> so I've made a couple phone calls. I called my friend Mike and I called... Uh, I, that might even be it. I've <laughs> One and done. <laughs> so I, I thought I'd introduce a couple hundred people who listen to my podcast to my girlfriend, even though you've been on a podcast before. I have, but not as your girlfriend, as a backseat driver. As a co-worker. Co Basically, yeah. And it was the episode, what did we do in that episode? We went to uh, Noah's Ark. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so anyone interested. By the, I, and by I, the way, yeah. I just want to let you know that Dolly Parton is on the SAG Awards right now, and she's in full force. Why is she on like, the SAG Awards? Did she guest star in she's something? She's presenting the Lifetime Achievement Award. To? Um, I'm going to find out here in just a second. Bear with me. Okay, you you, wa you watch. I'm going to tell listeners that if they want to hear that podcast, they can go back uh, 
probably about three or four months ago. So yeah, what was that? Oct- uh, it was October. October it was mid October. We um, yeah. it was the second week of shooting the movie that you and I met on, and we went down to. You had told me of. And I had no idea this even existed. We were in the Masonic Center in Dayton, and we were trying to figure out things to do. And we just briefly mentioned somebody in the, gosh, who was it? Somebody mentioned that they had done, I guess, the photography for Noah's Ark and the pamphlets or whatnot, if I, if I recall correctly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. I know it all came up because we had started talking about Touchdown Jesus. Yes. Yeah, and um, you and Seth were. I was talking about how I would drive past it pretty much every day. Because you were commuting, you, you were commuting from Cincinnati to Dayton, and you yeah. would have to drive past something that was referred to. I also <laughs> didn't know about this called Touchdown Jesus. Anyone can look it up on Google. There was yeah. a church, and they built like a 30, 30 to forty foot tall Jesus statue in the front of the church, and it's right off there's of a lake a f- in front of it. There's a yeah. lake, and it's right off the freeway. And it was this Jesus, and he was holding his arms up towards the sky, but it looked very much like a NFL referee signaling a touchdown, and and that's why they called him Touchdown Jesus. In fact, people photoshopped. Um, a, a referee jersey on <laughs> and it was really yeah. funny and you were to- telling me that um he got struck by lightning and he burned like he burned to the ground true. and there's yeah, i actually drove sh- past the time it was happening <laughs> yeah, yeah you showed me video there's video on google of touchdown jesus burning <laughs> to the ground <laughs> after his father for a long time like he really <laughs> Like really crucified, like what, toasted. Was after he was really, it was yeah. after his father struck him down. <laughs> yeah, and then they rebuilt him, but instead of his arms up, they're outstretched in front of him. They didn't. Yeah, want, it's like a pitchfork. Like he's looking for water. Yeah, no. a divining pitchfork rod. Jesus. A divining rod, <laughs> Christ. But so you were telling us about that and we were blown away and then you were like, yeah, it's really religious down here. In fact, just south of Ohio into Kentucky, there's a giant Noah's Ark replica that a a church had built. And not a church. It was a gentleman. It was a private guy, just some mumbo jumbo guy that um, took donations and basically gave his life savings millions of dollars to make this life-size replica. I feel like Noah's taxpayer Ark. money also went into that, though. That's think, the, what I've know. heard. I don't know. Okay. I could be wrong. Well, I mean, can people, research more. They, people can, research <laughs> people can look research. it up for themselves if they want accurate facts or alternative facts. I don't know. But well, um, everything in the Ark was very perfectly factual. Let's be honest. Yeah. yeah like dinosaurs. But I, I suggest people go back and listen to the episode. It's really funny because Seth and I <laughs> drove Seth Herzog, comedian Seth Herzog and I drove down. Uh, from Dayton and it was our one day off. We had a two week shoot and it was our one day off and this was how we were going to spend it. Seth and I drove down in my rental car. We picked you up in Cincinnati and then headed down. But the, the, the drive down, Seth and I sound really excited to be going yeah. to see this and the drive back afterwards. <laughs> Seth sounds the same, but I sound really depressed and sad. Yeah, like, yeah, like somebody had given you some sort of downer or whatnot. You would just, Someone did give me a downer. It was called the, the Ark Experience. Yeah, you were very disturbed. I was 
legit concerned. I was like, damn, I fucking ruined this guy's day. Like, I really ruined his day. You and didn't. I think we were just all very taken back by it. I mean, I just, I can't help but laugh. Like, it was really just a big joke to me. And it, honestly, we could not have gone with better people. Like, let's be honest. The trifecta that we went to, I think it was the perfect, the perfect group, in my opinion. Yeah, you, me, so. and Seth, and... Uh... It was uh, it was an experience. I, I suggest anyone go back and uh, listen. But also, have you found out who Dolly Parton is presenting to? Um, I actually wasn't paying attention, but uh, they're showing clips of Dolly Parton now. Um, they're showing with Bette Midler. Oh, maybe it's Bette Midler. Uh, it's not Bette Midler. Um, let me see here. I'm I'm still watching. Maybe Dolly Parton's presenting it to herself since they're showing Dowell? clips of her. Lily Tomlin, I think. That because, could be it. I know yeah, they're friends. Wow, she's had a lot of work. A lot of work. Which one? Done. Both. Yeah. Both of them. Well, um. But yeah, it's this Hollywood. Is great, great SAG Awards. I'm not gonna lie. Probably <laughs> one of the best I've ever seen. Not because of the fashion or anything like that. Just. Everyone's speeches and acceptance awards are just anti-Trump. Yeah, they, I mean they are, but at the same time, it's much more heartfelt, you know. Mm -hmm. And talking about their families and you know their parents being immigrants. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just very touching. Um, it's not topical how so many times it is, you know. Uh, I've never. So we'll see. Honest to God, I've I don't think I've ever seen a SAG awards. <laughs> I'm also I mean, eligible to wait, vote for the SAG Awards. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you are you in that union? I am in that union. And you're not supporting your people? I I, I don't know how to vote. I'm not nominated. I've never been <laughs> recognized. You can at least watch it. Support it. Love it. Live it. Sit in it. Live in it. Oh man. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to let you go. This has been awesome. Uh, everyone, this is my my wonderful better <laughs> half, Chelsea. Um, thanks. Well, thanks for picking up your phone, by the way. <laughs> I mean, OK. You were one person who I was like, well, she'll pick up the phone. You've never you yeah. don't screen. I don't screen when we call each other. But like any of my friends, I, I this is an age where nobody picks up the phone anymore. Well, that's upsetting. It's all about texting. I agree. I don't like. I only like it when you call me. I, when I see a friend call, I'm like, oh, something's wrong. Yeah, <laughs> if they, if they want to talk, something's going on. If yeah. someone's actually trying to talk to me, something must be really wrong. Like, like I had a friend who called me the other night. I didn't tell you about this, but like a couple nights ago, a friend called me. It was like ten o'clock at night. This comedian Stephen, and he called me up, and he, and I. I just saw his name and I was like, why would he call me? And then the message he left was so vague. It's like, Hey, it's Steven. Give, give me a call back when you have a chance. I was like, Oh Oops. man. I was like, either yeah. something bad has happened to a, a mutual friend or he, he needs to confront me about something. And I was like, sure, right. and then I called him back and he's like, Hey, I'm doing a show next week. You want to do it? I'm like, why wouldn't you just text that to me? <laughs> oh no, but that's like personal. I don't know. Like it's weird. It's more it's like a special <laughs> invite. It's like a first date thing. Like you can't just text somebody that. He could have also. He could have said it in the message too. Like, hey, it's Steven. I got a show next week. Let me know if you're interested in doing it. Oh, it's like there used to be. To talk to you about there used it. to be a comedian. 
this this girl who would book shows. She was a comedian too, but she would call people up. She did this to me on a number of occasions. She called me up and I answered and she said, Hey, it's, I won't say the name. Hey, it's so-and-so. Uh, would you want to do a show next week with Louis CK and Zach Galifianakis? And I was like, yeah, count me in. And then she said, right. okay, I'll see if they're available. Click. What? Yeah, exactly. Sketchy. Super <laughs> sketchy. So I just don't want to answer the phone anymore. Except, uh, except when it's you, honey. Oh, people love you other than me, honey. Don't uh, worry. Well, I love you too. And thank you for. You're so popular. Thank you for taking this call. And I'll, uh, and call me after the SAG Awards. How about that? I will. By the way, Lily, it was Lily Tomlin. And okay. she looks great. Um, not as great as Nicole Kidman and her parrot sequin outfit, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I saw you, like, you sent that. You texted that to me. It was pretty fascinating. Meme all over tomorrow. We'll see. So. All right, honey. I love you very much. Um, I will call you later. Love you, too. Talk to you uh, in a bit. Okay, bye for now. <laughs> bye. Bye. Well, there we go. You got, you got a glimpse into my world now. <laughs> the one person I can count on. To answer the phone, the lovely Chelsea. Um, <laughs> uh, now what do I do? It's been half an hour. This is good. I didn't think I'd make it 15 minutes, honestly. Uh, and I think it's actually getting better as it goes on. Um, my mic might be a little hot. I wish I knew about mixing and mastering and just... I just know how to record. I can adjust levels, I guess, but it's, <sighs> if you're still listening, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, if you've tuned back in after going to make a sandwich or something, uh, I don't blame you for going to make that sandwich. Um, but thanks for sticking by me, you guys. Uh, what else? Mike Henry is not calling me back. Uh, I'm going now. I'm scrolling down through my text messages. Uh, oh, this will be a good one. I'm going to text Adam Goldberg, who you know. Um, Adam's done two of my podcasts, you know, about a year apart. Two episodes about a year apart. You can scroll back a few months to see our last one. Adam suffers from the same affliction as I do. Adam uh, suffers from vertigo. We both have very similar bouts of vertigo. And uh, we really go into it in depth whenever he does my podcast. Uh, we've texted a few times lately. He had a really bad bout of vertigo. <laughs> like if I have really bad vertigo, I'll text him usually after it's done. And I'll say, dude, I had some really bad vertigo last night. And, and then uh, sometimes he'll reply. Sometimes he doesn't. And then he'll <laughs> I'll wake up one day and there'll be a text. Record breaking vertigo. Stuff like that. Um, uh, we're both very neurotic, but we do both. I mean... I guess we're kind of hypochondriacs, but we do actually both suffer from vertigo. So, you know, when we're talking about vertigo, that's legit. Um, I can talk about, you know, germophobia and stuff like that, that I suffer from not suffer from, but I'm just, I deal with being a hypochondriac. It's gotten a lot better though, actually. Um, 
but the the vertigo hasn't. So let's give Adam Goldberg a call. Um, also see uh, see what projects he has to promote. All right, this is not bad. <laughs> Come on, buddy. I I don't think he'll answer. He's not a phone answering type of guy. It's going to go right to voicemail. Not right to voicemail. It's already ringing. Hello. Please leave a message. Thank you. <laughs> That's a new message. Hello. It's Steve Agee. I'm leaving a message. Um, what's up, dude? It's 6.15 p.m. Sunday. You're probably watching the SAG Awards. You're probably very invested in that. Or, or you're taking care of your kid. Um, I know it's weird that I'm calling and not texting, but I'm actually doing an episode of my podcast. This is being recorded. I was trying to get Bobcat Goldthwait to do my podcast today. Um, I think he's going to record it later this week. So, um, but it won't be out in time for, for me to release it on Tuesday if we record later in the week. So I was like, I'm just going to record a solo episode and see what happens. And just a few minutes into it, I was like, I, I got to start doing stuff to keep these people entertained because no one wants to listen to me talk to myself. So I just, uh, called my girlfriend, Chelsea, and we talked for a few minutes and, um, now I'm calling you because, uh, because you're a guy I identify with medically. <laughs> um, I, I think it's, it, this is kind of inception -y of me doing a podcast, talking to myself and then talking to you while talking to myself in a podcast. It's like, I'm leaving two messages. I'm leaving you a message and I'm leaving my podcast listeners an hour long message. So I'm not going to leave any more message on your voice mail. I'm just going to hang up now. You can call me back. I'll be doing this for probably about another 15, 20 minutes. If you want to call me back and let me know how things are going in your inner ear, how things are going with your equilibrium. Um, I'd like to hear more. Uh, we should uh, we should do something regardless. Uh, hope you're well, dude. And uh, give me a call later or text me. It doesn't matter. F fuck everything, right? Well, all right. So nobody seems to be answering. I'm going to play another song. How about that? The last one I did was um, dementia. Here's a song called Lactose Intolerant. <laughs> I actually wrote this after I had diarrhea. I had some coffee and I had like, I think I had a quesadilla or something. I had like too much lactose, but I think it was really the coffee that gave me the diarrhea because I'm not lactose intolerant, but it did inspire this song. Some ice cream, gonna eat some pizza, eat a case. 
So that's like, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? I cannot talk for an hour. I can't entertain anyone. For this is why, by the way, I'm not doing as much stand up anymore. Um, I, 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 I'm fine featuring for my friends and stuff, going out and doing like 20, 30 minutes in front of an audience. But I go into major anxiety mode when I have to headline a show and do, you know, 45 minutes to an hour. It's I, I think I hit a limit at like 30. I could do a 30 minute podcast and I think I'd be OK. Um, this, by the way, just it's I'm just looking for material. I'm looking for people to call to help me. I just I, I'm constantly in need of help. So, yeah, I, I don't do as much stand up now. I do the monthly show with Brendan and I really do that more for the music stuff than stand up. I don't I don't like going to do shows, you know. There was a couple of years ago when I made the New Year's resolution. I was like, I'm going to say yes to every show. Someone asked me to do a show. I don't care if it's in a Chinese restaurant or a fish taco restaurant. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go do it. It doesn't have to be at a comedy club or a theater. I'll go do a show. And uh, it went well for about two weeks. And then I just started losing my shit, you know. I'd say yes to a show, you know, two weeks in advance. And then it'd be the night of the show and I'd be sitting on the couch just be like, fuck, I don't want to drive to a fucking bar to do a show for five people. And then other side of the room at the bar, there's a bunch of patrons who didn't know there were going to there was going to be a show and just showed up to drink. And they're all loud. And I just don't deal with that kind of shit. Well, um, I don't know. This is all my own shit. This is nothing against people. <laughs> This is all my own shit. Hey, man, this is all my own shit. I will plug this, although I don't know when this is actually going to air. I don't know how long it takes, it takes them to animate. But uh, Tuesday, which I guess is the day that this will probably come out. Uh, Tuesday. Um, oh, shit. Well, now we all know what my ringer is, but uh, it's Adam Goldberg. Hey, everybody. It's Adam Goldberg. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> I mean, I'm doing shitty considering I'm trying to fill an hour's worth of time just talking. I'm so not a well person. You're not well? What's going on? I don't know where to begin exactly. It's been a hellacious two weeks. Well, I know you texted me the other day that you had, like, record-breaking vertigo. I had record-breaking vertigo, but I've been having dermatological, like aberrational dermatological <laughs> symptoms. I'm seeing an infectious disease guy on Tuesday. <laughs> I, I saw an ear, nose, throat doctor on an emergency on Friday. For what? I, um, yeah, just I, 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 honestly, some things are better, better, better left kept to, to at least not while I'm eating guacamole. 
Oh my god. Was it throat related or inner ear related? No. It's no. like <laughs> I keep getting recurrent infections and like though I'm I don't think it's systemic. Um it's like it's just it's insidious. It's disgusting. I've never been more riddled with self-loathing in my life. Hold on. Yeah, honey, what is it? You want, you want some more tape, sweetie? Okay. You want to say hi to Steve? You say hi, Steve. Hey, bud. Bud, how's it going? Do you... <laughs> these, these voices on the song I made for you. Yeah, course. bud, that was me. Bud, 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 bud. Can you say hi to Steve? Hi, bud. No? Okay. Hi, bud. Hey, when's your album going to come out, by the way? Well, it's really good. Uh, oh, thanks, Paul. I, yeah. really, I, just, I just finished mastering it yesterday, finally. But I want to do this vinyl, limited vinyl thing, but like a book, a photography book. So it's really a, like going to uh. be like a 24-page, a well, really probably 12 photographs. Uh, okay, Mark, Mark um, Yeah. So it's a book, like a hardcover book with vinyl in it. And so I've just like... It's going to be a nightmare, basically. I'm going to lose all kinds of money. That um, sounds cool. Is it a Goldberg sister? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's what I, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, like, you'll, it'll, like, on one side, it'll say photography by Adam Goldberg. You turn it upside down. It'll say the Goldberg sisters, and the, and the record's called Mood Swing. Um, and then you'll get that. And then I'm going to do an exhibition slash record release type thing. Ooh. Doing a conventional you know release where I like I hire a publicist and like whatever and I bang my head up against the same stupid wall of, of disinterest and and anyway I might be making a mistake conflating the two aspects of what it is that I do but I, no I no I think that's a great idea all right cool thank you um but yeah I might do this crowdsourcing thing because it's just going to be too expensive I don't really know how you you absolutely should do that yeah. All right. What about you? Anyway, yeah, just total misery. And then this Trump thing. I mean, it's it's it's, it's like <laughs> it's like I, I I honestly don't know where my misery begins and the rest of the world's ends. You know? Yeah, I know it's crazy. I mean, the good news is the rest of the country is as miserable as we are now. Yeah, it's 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 really leveled. It's really right? just all over. Yeah. Um. I'm, I'm, yeah, I had really bad vertigo today. I just, really? I was washing my face in the sink and when I stood up, I like stumbled all over because I was yeah. like, I was like, oh my God, what, what's it going to be like when we're like 70? No, I know. I know. That's all I keep thinking is I don't, I, I just, I'll, I guess wheelchairs, wheelchairs, I guess. I mean, yeah. um, <laughs> no, the other night was, was no joke record breaking because I had woke up that day spinning and not, not enough sleep. And that's always like yep. a sort of harbinger of, of, of like a bad couple of nights. And also I've been having a lot of migraines, so that's probably related. But yeah, so I go to bed like overtired, which is already a bad sign. Yep. Maybe the beginning of a migraine. But I go to bed spinning and fall asleep somewhat spinning. And I wake up three hours later. Like, I, I, like my eyeballs had been turned inside out and were looking into the darkest regions of my soul. <laughs> I mean, yeah. and and I, I I woke Roxanne up, which I haven't done in a really long time. Like I woke yeah. her up and brought her in the other room, about, and I was like, I, you know, like I'm, I'm either dying or I need to go to the hospital. It was really bad. Have you ever have you ever tried <laughs> videotaping your eyeballs when you're having really bad vertigo? 
No, I mean, it's like, a, I mean, it's as much as I can do to, well, first of all, you know, I have weird eyes. So like, I already have really poor vision in my left eye and it starts to get, re and it starts to move like out. Yeah. When one get really dizzy. So it's, Me I already too. know that there's like this thing going on with my eyes. No, but, but next, you know, they say when, you know, they say when you have like positional vertigo, like yes. your You're eyes will like be darting back and forth. Yes, that I know about. And, and, and I have had guys look at my eyes while that's happening. And that does, that is the case with positional for sure. Yeah, I think I've been officially clinically diagnosed with that happening. Um, well, you know, Roxanne is like literally serving, I guess now I'm eating dinner. Okay, it's like, enjoy it. And then both turning on a tiny vacuum. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like my dinner with Steve. <laughs> right? Well, enjoy your dinner, man. Oh, your candles what would you like this, this like weird candle thing before dinner it has the word oh. it's not, not religious though <laughs> i mean it sounds like it might be because of Roxanne grew up going in this waldorf school and i think it's like a secret from nazi like kind of like <laughs> <laughs> uh, being like infused although they're not really into the religion are they the no thing. not really <laughs> Mm, anyway, we want to hear it. It might be nice for your thing. Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you guys eat. I I don't want to intrude on that. I'm gonna right. I'm gonna wrap this up. I'm almost at an hour. All right. Um. Jeez, what's the deal with Bobcat, man? I mean, come on. I don't know, dude. Um. No, we have so much to catch up on. It's like ridiculous. I know. I'm free all week. Actually, Thursday night, I'm emceeing this, actually, actually a photo exhibit for this guy, Chris Cafaro. Do you know who he is? Mm -mm. He's like a famous, he was, he, he is a famous photographer. He recorded a lot of really iconic uh, album covers and stuff for Rolling Stone in the 90s. Like, like that really famous photo of George Michael with the acoustic guitar and um, yeah, Whoa. a lot of Nirvana stuff. And he's doing this like retrospective at, uh, at the old tower records on sunset. Oh, no shit. So if you're not doing anything, you want to come by and bring your camera and stuff and it should be yeah, fun. I'm, I'm never doing anything. What time is it? Uh, I'm not sure. I'll, I'll email you. All right. That sounds really cool, man. Yeah. You're always doing something. I, I haven't left the house since 1998. Um, well, well, at least you have a kid now to, to justify yeah. it. Yeah, that's true. Oh, bud, he's got a little nap. He's all ready to eat. All right. Okay, pal. Let's, then I'll try and see you on Thursday. Cool. All right, cool. Say hi to Roxanne for me. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, there we go. Something's never changed. <laughs> I can always... I can always rely on Adam for a good um, medical horror story to make me feel better. Just also the way he can rely on me for the, the exact same thing. Uh, you guys, this has been 48 minutes. I, I, I might keep talking to make it a full hour because I don't know what the purpose of me recording an intro by myself for a, a podcast by myself. I mean, I still should probably do it. I'll, I'll do it. God damn it. I, I don't know what I'm doing all day. I was like, you know, I texted Bobcat and I was like, Hey, what are you doing today? You want to do what? And this is also the other problem I have. I, I ask people to do this shit the day of, 
And it's always like, let's do it later in the week. I've been desperately trying to do my podcast regularly. Uh, Feral Audio has really gotten their shit together. They've hired a lot of uh, great producers and people to work with. And um, they've lit a fire under my ass. I've gotten a podcast out every week this month. And I'm going to keep trying to do it. And that's, you know, that was my worry this morning, you know, when Bobcat was like, yeah, maybe I can do it. Uh, I'll text you in a couple hours. Uh, and then he texted me a few hours later. He's like, what's the rest of your week looking like? And in my head, I was like, oh, I'm going to have to do this by myself. I'm going to have to record. I'm going to have to talk for an hour because I still have to get this thing out. I have to get it into feral audio. Um, you know, in the morning, afternoon at latest, you know, Monday, tomorrow to get this out on Tuesday so they can have it all, all the stuff they need. <sighs> what else? Do I have anything to plug? If you're in Los Angeles, you heard me talk about this with Adam. Watch my Instagram and Twitter and, or f Facebook. I'll be posting more info about this, but, uh, uh, this Tuesday, which I believe is the second or this Thursday, sorry, Thursday, I believe is the second. It is the second Thursday, February 2nd. I'm going to be emceeing, uh, at this, uh, show at, uh, this ex exhibit, this photo exhibit for Chris Cafaro, really great photographer. Uh, he took some amazing Nirvana shots for, you know, for Rolling Stones, I believe albums as well. A really uh, famous shot of Perry Farrell. He's taken a lot of Jane's Addiction shots. Um, uh, he, he, he has photos of everybody, Fiona Apple, all these amazing people, uh, musicians. And so he's, you know, I was at his house recently and uh, he had some amazing photos that he had, he had framed that are going to be at this exhibit at the Old Tower Records on Sunset Boulevard. So follow me and uh, I'll post more info. If you're in Los Angeles, you should come by. It's going to be a really cool, cool night. Um, yeah, I think you'll enjoy it. I'm I'm excited to uh, MC this. As far as MCing goes, it means I'm just going to go up and say hello and bring up musical acts. I'm really just going up to say, and now here's... <laughs> Uh, so it's easy for me, um, but it, it'll be a fun night. Uh, he was telling me all about it. I, I think it'll be great. So please uh, come on out and uh, support the arts, support Chris. He's uh, done some really great work. I think you're going to enjoy it. And um, Jesus, that's it. I think that's all I have. I don't have anything else to really plug. Um, I don't think Bake's going to be back until March. Um, because February is a short month. I don't think we could have fit it in. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening to this experiment. Hopefully I don't have to do it very often. Hopefully, honestly, hopefully I don't have to do it ever again. Uh, I want to thank Adam for calling me back. I want to thank Chelsea <laughs> for answering her phone, which, uh, I knew she would do. I can always count on her. That's why, uh, that's why I'm madly in love with her. That's why I'm dating her. Um, <laughs> I, it's somebody I can actually count on. She's awesome. She's the best. So thank you, Chelsea. Um, Mike Henry. Yeah, we tried. 
I'll, I'll get him on for a full episode. He, he's got some great stories. He's uh, he'd be a good guest, I think. And um, I want to thank myself for being a great guest on my own podcast. <laughs> Steve, thanks. You're welcome, Steve. And once again, thanks to everyone for listening and your continual support. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Feral Audio.